This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. We're being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors, and the goal that we have is to provide our listeners some real facts, real stats about our local market. And, uh, you know, you wouldn't go into a football game like our Bulldogs are today without a well-prepared game plan. Well, real estate's no different. So we're going to give you all that information so that you can make a well-prepared game plan. And, you know, all the way from preparing your house for sale to knowing what you can afford, uh, we're going to get into that on this beautiful Central Valley morning. Somebody might say, oh, this must be a pre-recorded show if you say a beautiful Saturday morning. Actually, no, we're live, but it's beautiful to see some rain. Wow. In fact, our two guests came in from the mountain area, so we're going to see if it was raining up there. Uh, Our two guests are uh, Karina Bulow-Brown of Yosemite Mortgage and somebody that you know very, very well ever since he was born, your son, Cody Bulow-Brown of C.B. Halling. So there's where we go this morning. Uh, How are you today? Doing good. How are you today? Good. Great, thank you. And so, was it raining up the hill? Beautiful, yeah, a little bit. Okay, and Oakhurst is where you're from? Uh, yes, my office is in Oakhurst. We live in O'Neill, so up in the scenic route. Oh, O'Neill's all right. And if you're if you drive too fast and you blink, it's you, gone. You miss <laughs> O'Neill's. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that's getting close closer to North Fork. So, okay. any effect of a fire up there? Yeah, it's been pretty smoky. Uh, the fire was about four or five miles from where we live uh, the other night. But fortunately for us, uh, the wind was going the other direction, so we could stay put. But okay, uh, again, being prepared and being ready for whatever life throws at you, it's just we got to take it one day at a time. And that goes into that well-prepared game plan. So uh, there's a lot of things. Uh, even if you're not moving, you still got to be prepared. Yes, you should so, do. And we are going to get into some of that today. Also, have a great story to tell everybody about something that occurred this week, which is why you want to work with local people. Um, I got a great story coming up. Nah, it's not a great story. It's a horrible story about somebody who dealt online and uh, so we are going to get into that so Karina yes how long have you been with Yosemite Mortgage I've now been with Yosemite Mortgage for 10 12 years okay so you've seen a thing or two yes I've been in the mortgage industry for 20 plus years so I have seen the great times in the 2000 2001 and I've seen the tough times and I saw the last two years how things were moving very fast, and now that we are in a changing market, um, we are going to just have to adapt a little bit and make the most out of things. Mm-hmm. Now, understand that uh, Oakhurst, uh, California, is somewhat new to you. C- tell us a little bit about your background, because I find it very interesting. 
Well, originally, um, I came back to California in 1997 because I had spent some time, I grew up in Denmark, um, and when I was 21, I hitchhiked around the world to figure out where I wanted to live, and I ended up deciding that California was the place to be. Uh, it is a land of opportunity. I love the pickups, and I love the home ownership. And uh, I came back here in 1997, and then just on September 1st this year, I became a citizen. So okay, this is going to sound deal. crazy, but you and I have something in common. Back when I was younger, I too hitchhiked around the world. I remember it, hearing that story. Oh, really? Okay. And and you know, back then it was okay. Mm -hmm. It wasn't dangerous or too dangerous. It was more dangerous than driving in your parents' car. That was for sure. <laughs> Although sometimes the way my dad drove, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Before seatbelts. All right. So how how you like in America? I love where I'm at. I love what I do. I love what I can create. And I one of the things I love about my job is I help people make a plan. Um, when I talk to a customer, we find out what their hopes and fears and goals are um, because I'm not here just for today and potentially get them into one transaction. I'm here to help them use home ownership uh, to build wealth and create a good life because I think that is so crucial in being happy. And maybe it takes us uh, six months, maybe it takes us uh, six years to get them into their first home. That's okay, it's a part of a process. But as long as we take a step forward, yeah. that's the direction. And for anybody that loses hope in finding a home, their first home, remember what Karina just said. Sometimes it takes six years, yeah. if not longer. I, I've seen that many a time. And then, um, you know, when they finally get there, you can tell that it's, it's certainly worth it. Yeah, because life happens. And just like if you have a good game plan, the most important thing is to be ready to adapt to change because a lot of times maybe the ball is not coming the direction you expected so then you just figure out to move on from there never give up hope and just because things are a little different and maybe not as easy that doesn't mean that the result isn't going to be even better because mm -hmm. the harder you have to work for it you know the sweeter it is yeah and we're going to talk a little bit more in the show about working hard and smart and being an 18-year-old entrepreneur like our other guest, Cody, is. Yep. Um, and it's going to be interesting to hear about this company that he started to serve clients. Absolutely. And one thing I do want to say, yeah. um, I want to mention that here on Thursday, uh, September the 15th, we have a, a fundraising kickoff. It's called the Pat Taylor Scholarship Foundation. And Pat Taylor was one of my mentors. Uh, she was a realtor up in the mountains. And uh, she got into real estate by taking her real estate license at a community college. And she became uh, one of the top producers in the areas. And um, Pat was originally from uh, New York, but she made the mountains her community. And the most important thing for her was to make sure that she got her 
customers or her clients into the right home at the right time and that she gave back to the community by educating. So when we lost her some years ago, we wanted to do something. So we have created this um, memorial scholarship in her name and we are selling tickets to raise money to give scholarships to adults that want to return to community college and further educate themselves. Okay, and so when you say we, you're talking oh. the Yosemite Gateway branch of yes. the Fresno Association of Realtors, I that take it. That is correct, it. Yeah. yes. So this is another realtor uh, function where we're trying to give back to the community. Yes. Um, a little bit more about Pat Taylor. So how many years did she assist families up in the Oakhurst area? You know, that uh, slips my mind. She was in it for decades. Okay, um, so long time. Yes, and um, she, everybody knew Pat Taylor by name and she worked really hard and it's, you know, it was a big loss when she was no longer here. And um, I kind of, live my life and do my business by having a board of directors. And she is one of those mentors that even though she's not here, I sometimes have those dialogues with her about the tough deals, like, well, how are you gonna find the solution? Um, mm. Because she just, he, she had so much knowledge and educating people and sharing information, doing things together made everybody better. You know, I recently did that. I was in a very tough transaction, and I kind of looked upwards to one of my mentors uh, that is no longer with us. And it's like, John, what would you do? How would you put this together? And boom, there comes the answer. The spirit of cooperation. You gotta find the common ground between yes. the buyer and the seller and find something that will work. So, yep, because yeah. I'll common goal for uh, realtors and lenders, it is to have happy clients at the end, you know, making sure everybody comes to a solution that works for everybody. Mm -hmm. So how can our listeners be involved in this Pat Taylor Scholarship? So we are having the kickoff uh, as a open house community appreciation uh, at the parking lot at Yosemite Mortgage in Oakhurst. It's right on Highway 41 uh, next to Chicago Title. And um, it's from five to seven. And we have a taco truck and we have live music and there are going to be a raffle. And uh, raffle tickets can be purchased starting that day up till uh, Christmas time where the drawings will be. And we got some great prices, um, like a one night stay at the Idle Hour and uh, following a brunch, um, we got a um, stay at a, um, what do you call it, a vacation place for a value of $1,000. So uh, some really nice things. Okay, and, and what day is that again? Thursday the 15th from five to seven. This coming Thursday. Yes, and mm. tickets can be bought from then on and up till the drawing. And uh, people can contact me, Karina at Yosemite Mortgage, or anybody at Fresno Association of Realtors. Um, okay, so they could also contact the main office of the Fresno Association. Yes. I'll give you that phone number. It's 490-6400, 490-6400. Just let them know that you want to purchase some tickets for the 
Pat Taylor Scholarship Fund. Absolutely. And, and if they're in the mountains, if they know Chris, come and get a bite to eat and have a good time. All right. Very good. And, and then this, the proceeds will go to help or for scholarships? Yes. So like this year, uh, we already picked the recipients of our scholarships and we are giving out uh, several uh, sizable scholarships. And then the money we are raising now will be um, awarded next year. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we have been doing that for the last couple of years. All right, excellent. And just another example of how the realtors and the, all the affiliates are giving back to their communities. Correct. Um, speaking of giving back, just a few stats. Um, 805 sales occurred during the month of August in Fresno and Madera County. See, I had to include Madera County this time <laughs> since you, you two were in there. Uh, 805 sales. The, the median price was $395,000. And the average days on the market was 22. So 22 is still a fast-moving market. Um, my analogy of our market is slowing down from 80 miles an hour down to 70 miles an hour. It's still holding up. Now, there could be some world events that make us hit the brakes harder, but um, here's the advice I gave my own son about a year and a half ago, because uh, he said, I don't know if this is the right time to buy, you know, prices are up and this and that. I said, you know what, if our world turns upside down, you, it's going to be nice to know you have a place that you can go to that's your own. You can't be kicked out of it. And the fact that you have a fixed rate mortgage, you know what your payment's going to be in the year 2040. Uh, he got to enjoy uh, a lot of equity growth in the last year and a half and a lot of pride of ownership. Absolutely. He, yeah. He remodeled the place. And, man, and I went into my old conservative mode, like, you're spending how much? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, it's his own. He can do that. With that, we are going to our first commercial break, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio on 940 KYNO. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and... I want to remind everybody, we got this show started 14 years ago to be an inform, information uh, source for our clientele. And we've often used the term, stay local, buy local, be local. And that, I want to tell you, is not just some cute little saying. We really mean it. And I'm going to give you a story right now of something that happened that was not local it was online, and just like the uh, intro music talked about, you know, online, the guy was six foot three, uh, drove a Maserati, but in reality, that wasn't it at all. So I recently got a phone call from somebody that was not a client, um, but I, I just knew him from being local, being in the community, and he said, hey, could you come over and take a look at what we just did? So I went over there, and they had done a cash-out refi, um, and 
he said the motivation for this was that they needed some money for medical bills. And yes, they are uh, senior citizens. Uh, anyway, they just, and it was already finalized, so there was no stopping it. Um, this whole thing was done by phone, online, and they never met the people. The people, the lender is from a totally different area of California. Um, and, you know, the, the Dodd-Frank Act of, I think that was in 2011 or 12, somewhere in there, okay, yeah. said you have, the lender has to make sure that the borrower has the ability to repay. Well, here's somebody where their monthly payment went from $1,800 a month to $4,400 a month oh. on this cash out refi. Um, the problem is income is only 5200 Now, how are you going to make a $4,400 house payment, which uh, a $4,400 house payment on $5,200 a month? Um, and... I said, why, what, what got this started? He goes, well, I received a phone call that said, hey, do you need cash? And he goes, yeah, I need cash for medical reasons. So this whole time they thought they were gonna be pulling about $50,000 cash out and being able to pay off these medical bills and get ahead and using some of the equity in their home that they've owned for a long time. Um, but here's the advantage of being local. I was sitting at the kitchen table and it took all of a few minutes to tell that that home, that long-term home, was the center of their family. All 11 grandkids, the, the, just that's, that was the center of it. Also very trusting people as um, many in that generation are. And I, I'm just going to use the numbers, and you you let you make your own decision as to whether or not this was a fair thing. But how are they going to make those payments with that kind of income, and and, and being seniors and, and on a fixed income? And let me give you the rest of the terms. It's only a two-year loan. In two more years, they have a balloon payment. They got to they got to pay that loan off in two years. Now, just making the payments is going to be tough, 12% interest. And if they ever default, it goes up 6% to 18%. Um, but, you know, you might say, well, heck, at least they got the $50,000. No, they didn't. It all went to um, uh, loan fees. It went to taking it, it, the, the borrower did benefit because it paid off a hero loan, a yeah. PACE loan, mm -hmm. uh, but that was not an immediate problem. So, uh, I mean, that, and the whole thing is, you've gotta be able to see the person. So this loan officer that, that did this to them, they, they don't have to worry about accountability. They're never gonna see them at the local restaurant or at the grocery store. They're, they're, they close the escrow. They're off scot-free now. Um, so please, everybody, there is a big reason for staying local. Um, 
so what do you think about that Karina because I know you're you're bound by that thing about you have to prove an ability to repay well I mean this whole story kind of makes my hair crawl because or my skin crawl uh, because it's just not right today we have a access to so much information out there but the problem is that we don't always know who is putting the information out or who does it really benefit. Um, I believe in accountability and integrity, and that's some of the things that I hope I pass on to Cody. And also, as a loan officer, licensed loan officer, mortgage advisor, it is my fiduciary responsibility to look out for my client's best interest. It is always their bottom line and never mine. Um, I tell my clients when I talk to them that to me, they are a person. Like I said before, I care about their fears. I care about their plans. If they go to a box lender, they are a application number. That lender, like you said, does not have the accountability. Um, neither Cody nor I spend very much money on advertising we work by referral we work because we do a good job and our clients tell their friends and family and the, the realtors that we get business from are confident that when they send a person to us we look for the good solution for them and there are times where i tell people i don't want to give them a loan because it's not good for them or we make a plan that can set them up for a loan in the future. Because there are lots of loans out there, but just because something looks pretty and flashy, like the song, that not, it's not always reality. Yeah. So I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday, um, a couple in their retirement age um, had different ideas about what a good mortgage would be for them. And we had a hour conversation and they will fill an application and we will analyze the numbers and see what they can afford and see how they can make the most out of their income. And I will present them with the option of a 30-year fixed mortgage or a reverse mortgage or an equity line because there are many products out there and some products are good for one person and some products are good for another person. But mm -hmm. unless you have somebody that you can trust and you can be face to face with that shows you the option, how do you know? Like, I enjoy what I do and I'm pretty good at what I do, but I can't get behind the wheels in Cody's truck and drive his 16 foot trailer around because that's not my forte. So that's why I align myself with people that have their knowledge. And when people hire me as their mortgage advisor, that's my sole purpose is to provide them all the real data and then for them to make the decision because I work for them. They are the boss. They can fire me at any point in time if I don't perform. You're bringing out a good point, and that's trust. Yes. Uh, you have to be able to trust the, the people that are working for you. Um, the, uh, and somebody might say in this story, well, why did they sign it? Why did they do that? Well, the rest of the story is during their three-day rescission period, they did call and say, hey, wait a minute. This is not what we thought we were going to get. 
And the guy said, well, maybe I can get it changed. Let me, let me look into it and I'll call you back. Well, pretty soon, before he called back, the three days was up, it closed the escrow. And so now I am gonna bring them to a HUD-sponsored loan counselor mm -hmm. this coming week and just see, is there anything that can be done? Uh, because the way I look at it, that lender just bought a home in Fresno for a $500,000 home for $350,000 because that is, that's uh -huh. impending. Uh -huh. uh, anyway, there's nothing better than, uh, and you, you came up with a term that I really like. Everybody needs to set up their own board of directors. Yes. Tell, tell us what you mean by that. Well, like in any business, any larger company, they have a board of directors. Though that is a group of experts in individual areas that make sure that that business is profitable. And as a individual, we really need our own board of directors because like I do mortgages, I have a CPA, I have an insurance agent, I have uh, different advisors that I go to whenever I need to make decisions in other areas because you can't be an expert in everything you can be good at a certain area and then know where your strong sides are and then make sure that you set in experts at in those other areas so if I am to buy a house I I am in the real estate industry but I would never uh, try to represent myself. I always hire a real estate agent, and I would, whenever I talk to people who are thinking about listing or putting their homes on the market, I always tell them, make sure you work with a real estate agent because you don't know all the paperwork. Mm -hmm. So you gotta align you with your board of directors will be those people that helps you. And like, the people you're talking about in your uh, example, um, their house for most people is your biggest asset. And they had equity, and for that equity just to kind of vaporize, it's terrible. Because not only are they now sitting with a payment they technically can't, or reality can't afford, they probably are also really nervous about what's going to happen in two years because that balloon payment is coming due and the balloon payment means that they have to pay it back in full mm -hmm. so they yeah. really have to go through the process again and you know we have to trust people because i i think back to i had knee surgery last year uh. and the doctor was using all these terms and everything but i'm looking at them and i've known them since i was a kid so i trust him i had no idea what he was going to do inside my knee I just had to trust him. Imagine if we'd done all that online. Yeah. Uh, it, and then uh, it, no. it, it just, yeah, it wouldn't have worked out well. Um, anyway, we do have to go to our next commercial break. See, I told you, time flies. I know. <laughs> and when we get back, we're going to be talking to Cody about uh, some of the ideas on getting a house prepared for sale. Uh, so stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio. Well, 
Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, um, letting everybody know once again, do your business local where you can see the person. You may see them a year later, and they'll be accountable for the job they, do, they have done for you. Uh, if you do it online, like our music suggested, you may not be getting what you, you really thought. Uh, anyway, I want to now turn the table here and talk with Cody Bulow Brown of CB Hauling. And I'm calling him an 18 year old entrepreneur because you've got a company up and running. Mm -hmm. are, are you the are you the uh, the owner of the company? Yep, sole proprietor. Sole proprietor. <laughs> All right. So tell us what you do in CB Hauling. Oh, we work with realtors and. Uh, clean up homes to make them look the best and make them uh, haul away the junk and make it into the home you want to live in for the next 10, 20 years or retire in. Okay. Why is it important to clean up a home before you put it on the market? And this from an 18-year-old entrepreneur. Um, you want to clean it up so it looks the best for your buyers so you can get that top dollar that everybody wants from their own home and make it look the best. Yeah. And you know, you have to, if, if you go to sell your home, you have to move this stuff at some point. Why wait till the 29th day of a 30 day escrow mm -hmm. to, to move it? Mm -hmm. Maybe move it before you even put it on the market where it, there's less stress. You're gonna present the home better. And keep in mind, most buyers are buying a home because they need more space. So if the seller can show more space, they're gonna be better off. Uh, so if, um, for instance, Cody hauls away some of the seller's personal items and the bigger bulky furniture, then a new buyer can better visualize themselves in the home and sometimes things sell quicker and then the seller can pick up their furniture from wherever it was stored and put it into their next place. Right, mm -hmm. right. So, um, what kind of jobs do you do? What Tell me, what job is too big for you? This is nothing too big for us. Uh, we, um, If it's too big for me, then we work with other contractors and people that help us with bigger equipment, and we get the job done. We did a REO project in Mariposa, and that was probably over 30 tons of trash. Wow. And it helped. We got to clean it up and make it look the best possible. Excellent. 30 tons, but put that in perspective. How We did about like 50 trailer loads. But 50 trailer yeah, loads. Yeah, but that was, that was back when I had the smaller trailer, so. Uh, how big is the small trailer? The small trailer is 10 foot long and five wide. What size now? Uh, we have a 16 foot by seven wide by four foot high size. All right, that's still a lot. Yeah. Um, and you know, one of the benefits of being on Welcome Home Radio is it makes connections. I think I have a, a job for you. Nice. And maybe after the show, we could go take a look at it. It's not yep. too far from the station. And um, what it is is uh, the administrator of this estate needs to get it cleaned up, and there's a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Notice I said stuff, not personal property yeah <laughs> and you now have the two trucks and the two trailers that yep. you can run so 
so you have the entrepreneurial skills to where if a job gets too big for just you, mm-hmm. you can. We can bring other people on to help us benefit, which what mom talked about, having your support team around you that can keep you up and uh, help you get everything done. Yeah. I know a contractor who I used to tease him. I said, Mike, I have never seen you swing a hammer yet. And and his comment was, and I still remember this comment was, my talent is not what I know, it's who I know. So he knows the right people to swing the hammer, the right people to put flooring in, the right ones to remodel. And that sounds like like you. Yep. It's, It's nice to have the support team. So it doesn't have to be all you. Yeah. Drain yourself. Now, being up in the mountains where you got fire hazards, mm-hmm. um, what, what do you do uh, yard cleanups too, or is that a big part of it? We haul away some brush piles and we help uh, clear land sometimes. And we work with another contractor who does brush removal and stuff like that and trees and we'll help him haul away poison oak and everything like that. Oh. Poison oak. I had yeah. that once. Not not fun. Nope. Itchy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Where do you haul this stuff to? Uh, we use North Fork Transportation or the Mariposa Landfill. And it, yeah. Nice. And what areas are you covering? We cover as far from Prather to Cathy's Valley to Fresno and Clovis and everywhere. Okay. Um, and do you char- how do you charge for something like this? Do you just give a bid? Yeah, we'll, we'll try to come out. We pride ourselves like talking to realtors. We try to come out within 24 hours and give an estimate and help you get it, the property cleaned up and make it look as good as we can as soon as possible. And, and here's a tip for you, Cody. You, you keep the realtor community happy, yep. the word will spread yep. fast. Um, I know some of the people that I use, um, I got their name and number from uh, other realtors. And I'm specifically thinking of my painter and my flooring guy. And I've ended up using them for the last 20, 30 years. And not only that, but I've given their name and number to many other people. So that's a great way to Mm -hmm. um, get business. Yep. And that goes back to the realtors are the center of a transaction, the referral source. So, um, great. And I really believe that preparing the home for sale is huge. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like um, shining your shoes before you go out on a date. You know, it's a, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Or cleaning your truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great point. But I understand that sometimes you're the solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and here's what comes up sometimes. Um, escrow closed. The seller still has stuff out on the back 40. Mm-hmm. And they, they really shouldn't come back to the property, but who's going to clean up the stuff? Mm-hmm. You get that 29th day of escrow on a 30-day escrow, and somebody needs to come in and do it as quick as possible. And we try to help the realtor out and the home buyer and seller all at once. And that would be CB hauling. Yep. All right. That comes out and solves the problem. Mm -hmm. 
Um, what are the, do you ever haul, uh, haul things for, in, that may still have value and bring them to charities? Yeah, so we'll donate to our local churches in North Fork and uh, Oak Ridge communities and stuff like that. But And sometimes you just know people that are looking for something. And mm-hmm. then when you go out and bid mm-hmm. the job, you'll be like, call whoever you know collects these type of things. And um, <clears throat> like your senior project uh, in high school, mm-hmm. you just graduated in June. What was that about? We cleaned up uh, or picked up appliances for free for people to help stop illegal dumping or prevent it so it doesn't get dumped on the side of the road or thrown out somewhere it's not supposed to be, we picked it up and took it to the dump instead. Because unfortunately that's one of the things that we see in the mountains that when people do have stuff sitting around then they might just drive it down a dirt road and dump it. So again, working with reputable people that you can trust and that you will encounter uh, that has integrity is important because we want to keep our mountains clean. And mm-hmm. Because I would imagine up in the mountains, you don't have something that the communities of Fresno and Clovis have. And here local in Fresno and Clovis, we have the uh, once a year curbside pickup. Correct. So you can do your legal dumping right there in your front yard yep. or, or the, the front curb mm-hmm. and the city will come and pick it up. But I take it you don't have that up there. Nope. nope. And I mean, it was just fairly recent that we had to actually have uh, garbage service, so a lot of households don't even have that. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Which is why when you come into a home and you see there's of a huge trash piles because it's been sitting there and they didn't want to get the garbage service. Mm-hmm. So that's where we come in. All right, Cody. So your mom has coined this term that you have to set up your own board of directors, mm-hmm. which is not just for a company, but I think every individual should do that too. You know, have a somebody that you can rely on for insurance, someone you can rely on for real estate lending. Um, what What is your board of directors like? Oh, we have the, the CPA, the tax man, the insurance guy, and then contractors that help us out and people we love to work with every day. Yeah, and as a self-employed person I, I had somebody give me advice one time this he said the secret of this business is not how much money you make it's how much you get to keep mm-hmm. so having a good CPA that said well hey that you know that re that purchase of that larger trailer mm-hmm. is a tax deduction yep. a legitimate tax deduction um, that is valuable to have that kind mm-hmm. of advice which is why we expanded last week and we moved up to two trucks and last month we moved up to two trailers and like you talked about having a plan um, everybody knows that your taxes are due April 15th Um, so every year we meet with a financial planner in the spring and then with a CPA in August because you want to make sure that you in August know exactly where you're at so you can do those things and finalize your paperwork within that year so that you're ready at the following April 15th. Ah, getting ahead of the game. Yes, because if you meet with your CPA in February, 
but the ship has sailed to do something for that previous year. So planning ahead is important. So may, maybe another term for board of board of directors would be a board of advisors. Yes. Yeah. And everybody, you know, whether you are a, a, a W-2 employee or a 1099 uh, uh, contractor, it's good to have these advisors in place. Yeah, and it's good to have a real estate agent as a part of your team too. Even if you're not planning on buying or selling right here, right now, your home is your biggest asset. And I always say you can never lose with real estate as long as you have enough time and enough money. And if you have a good plan, you really can do it. If you buy at the top of the market, but you're staying until the market recovers again, you're still okay because had you been renting that whole time, you would have had expenses of rent that you can't gain back. Right. So anytime's a good time to buy. That's right. And we're going to talk more about that when we get back from our next commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio, where we are here in the Central Valley, uh, the day before that infamous day of 9-11. So hopefully we're all um, remember that patriotism that we showed immediately. And I remember September 12th. I don't think I ever saw a more United States than on September 12th, 2001. And um, it's, it's really neat that we have somebody that just got their citizenship. Tell us about that, Karina. <clears throat> well, I was just home visiting my family in Denmark this summer, and I got a letter from immigration that I had to come in and do my interview for my citizenship. Uh, and the date was September 1st. And um, they say it takes about nine months before a decision was made. But during the interview, the officer realized that it was my birthday, my 50th birthday. And he asked me if I was ready to take the oath, if he would approve me for my citizenship. And I had to have him repeat the question a couple of times. And I said, yes, absolutely. Um, my first application, this whole process started back in 1999, and immigration still have my paper file from then uh, throughout the years, and uh, it's, I can't look at an American flag right now without tearing up a little bit, because I'm very happy to now say that this is my home. Ah, okay, you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what America is, yes. you know, people come here. My mother did what you did. Mm -hmm. She was 27 before she immigrated to America. And I still remember the day that the United States played Italy during the World Cup in 1984. So being that ornery little brat that I'm sure Cody is once in a while. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, I said, all right, so who are you pulling for in this game? The United States or Italy? And my mom, in her Italian accent, said, I'm a voting for the United States because I'm an American now. I just hope they don't beat them too bad. <laughs> so if the United States played Denmark, who are you pulling for? Well, you know, I now have dual citizenship. 
and the Danish soccer team is pretty stellar, so I don't think we get to play each other, so I think I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a safe answer. If you bet on both teams, you can never lose. <laughs> that's right. That's right. While Cody's here, mm -hmm. I, I do want to bring this up, that um, up in the mountains, there's a big push towards fire hardening. Tell us about that and what, how you at CB Hauling can help out with that. Hardening your home is a big thing up in the mountains. And not only will it make your home look better and more presentable for your buyer, the seller will feel happier listing a home that's cleaned up and ready to go. And it'll help less fuel for fire and make it look better. And so that would be like haul, uh, clearing... Brush, brush get, away from the house. 100 foot of clearance and having the everything picked up and ready. Not have old cars sitting around. Um, you know, sometimes we have done those remodeling projects over the last couple of years and there's just debris or maybe it's concrete or things like that that will be an obstacle. And like the fire we just are having up there, um, all that stuff, old propane tanks, that becomes a hazard. And tomorrow is 9-11 and you know, our first responder put their life on the line for us. So the least we can do is to make sure that our home is somebody somewhat easy accessible. Make it as easy as possible for them to keep yes. you safe and mm -hmm. your biggest asset safe. I see. And How does an inoperable car play into that? That if you contact Cody at CB Hauling, he can connect you with people and can get you hauled away. Okay. And I'm going to give Cody's phone number because uh, <laughs> I think this is important to not only for fire hardening, but also for preparing your home for sale. CB Hauling is at 559-267-3232. All right. So um, what are some of the common things that you see up in the foothills that need to be cleared out? Oh, we see it's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of everything. You know, the, the stuff that contractors will save from jobs and bring home and the wife doesn't want to see it out in the yard all the time or just stuff like that, you know, old construction debris and materials. Okay, and I want to go back to, we just have a few minutes left. I want to remind everybody that staying local in your business is very safe and secure compared to doing it online or with some lender or, or realtor who is out of the area, doesn't know the area, but more importantly, can't sit and talk with you. Correct, and like today where everything can be done online and a lot of times you know a lot of information is exchanged online but our clients have the ability to come in and sit at our desk and we can go through those hundred pages of disclosures and go through the loan docs even before they need to sign that's a good thing you brought up the hundred pages of disclosure yes. I'm a real estate broker I know what I'm looking at on that stuff it took me over a half hour to read through all those hundred pages to understand what that loan was all about. Yes. Um, and, and so 
if you're not a real estate broker or a lender, it's not going to be that easy. Nope. You have to be able to trust people, and it's sure a lot easier to trust somebody that you can see eyeball to eyeball rather than ear to ear on the phone or by text. Absolutely. And that's why we make it a point to always come out and meet with you first and not just do things over the phone. Ah, excellent. All right. Uh, we only have a minute left. So uh, in that minute, Cody, what, what do you want people to remember most about today's show? Uh, just remember your home is your biggest asset. You want to keep it clean and pretty. And once you get ready to move on to bigger, better, uh, or downsize your asset, then you can call us. <laughs> All right. Karina, how about you? What would you like uh, our listeners to remember most about today's show? That you want to ally you with your board of directors or your advisors. Have people in your sphere that you can call up and if you have a home, have an annual mortgage review. Have a lender that you can call up just like I see my CPA once a year. Um, with my clients, I contact them once a year and we have half an hour conversation, even if it's been five years since they got a mortgage. Uh, we just make sure that they have the right mortgage at this point in time that works for them, just like you should revise your insurance or review your insurance once a year. All right, so have that board of advisors or board of directors too that you can rely on and contact periodically for a review. I like that. that that's really good information. So with that, I want to thank uh, Karina Bulow-Brown and Cody Bulow-Brown uh, of Yosemite Mortgage. And of course, Cody is with CB Hauling. And thank you for sharing your expertise today with all our listeners. But most of all, thank you to our listeners for tuning in to Welcome Home Radio on 940 KYNO. We'll 